This episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast is brought to you by Firehall Coffee. Firehall Coffee, serving coffee, tea, and espresso just off Canby Street in Vancouver. The best coffee and espresso in Vancouver. Firehall Coffee. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello and welcome again to episode 14 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. I'm Ryan Abbott. My name is Nathan Hare. And this is the only podcast by, for, and about screenplays, which you probably already know. Nathan, how you doing? Um, yeah, I'm doing well. How about you? Doing great. Doing great. Looking forward to this episode uh, where we're going to be talking about twists and software. Kind of a, a doubleheader, yeah. Doubleheader, yeah. Dual theme. Uh, I've heard episode. of a doubleheader in baseball, but I don't know about right. podcasts. But we couldn't, we we just we couldn't, we, we needed to cram it all in, and we've got a lot to talk yeah. about today. So maybe let's we should get right to it. Get right to it. What? Uh, tell us what movies you've seen lately. What great movies? Um, I. Uh, been kind of a yeah. weird summer for movies. Definitely. I guess, you know, I haven't seen I'm trying to think what I've seen. Yeah. That's really stood out. Cuz usually they have summer uh, blockbusters, but yeah. it, it does kind of seem like that trend is declining and it's not necessarily as big of a thing as it used to be maybe. No, Busters is more like it, just busts. Yeah. Cuz they haven't been very good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, haven't seen too much. But it's, that's almost been like the twist of the summer, yeah. is that the movies haven't been any good. But, um, yeah, well... And it's almost like the software of the summer, because they're <laughs> computing bad movies. Bad computers. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's an interesting point you bring up. I mean, we're talking about software today to help us write screenplays, which is absolutely essential, really, for screenplay writers to have. But studios use complex algorithms to determine oftentimes what are going to be the big blockbuster movies, you know, each year. That's just a proven fact. Well, it's true. It's because they look and they, they can, you can tell, like, for example, like Wonder Woman, they know, okay, what's popular right now, and they'll put it in the computer and it outputs Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it just doesn't have the same heart as these old ones like they used to have. I remember something like... Uh, Jaws, like there's no way that that came from an algorithm, you know? Exactly. And if it did, it was not a computer algorithm. It was done by hand. Yeah. They would uh, tabulate the numbers like we used to on a piece of paper and pencil. Um, and that, you know, in many ways is more accurate than computers. It has a human touch. It has the, it has a heart, like you said. Yeah. Um, because you can't program heart. I've always said that. That that almost sounds like a little tagline for a movie. You can't program oh. heart. Maybe a romantic comedy where a computer professor and a, a programmer at a YMCA. I don't know. I'm just I, no. I like here. this a lot. And you know what? I'm I'm almost picturing this for the tagline. You can't program heart, or can you? Yeah. Because then you're not sure. Yeah. Because really, it should end up 
that you can program heart. I think that will be the takeaway of this movie. Maybe it's called Heart Bros or Heart Brothers. Yeah. But they're actually robots that, you know, have been created and we're trying to figure out if they have sort of human hearts. Well, you I feel like that's been done a bit, but there must be some kind of twist we can put on it. Absolutely. What would that twist be? Maybe they're like, uh, they wear matching jeans. Okay. Keep going. And th- that th- has an effect. Somehow that it is hard is to brainstorm relevant. off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need I need a whiteboard. Yeah. If I'm gonna be brainstorming, uh, it I don't is have true. a whiteboard. Me, I prefer I a notebook remember. and pen. Yeah. You're a notebook guy. Yeah. You're a notebook guy. You're always carrying around a notebook. We're going to talk about uh, at a future episode. I think we've got it penciled in for around seventy-five episode seventy-five. Um. Tracking ideas. Yeah. Ideas. How do you keep track of your ideas? Um, we've got we've got about the first eighty podcasts mapped out. So look and for that it one. It does follow around. the three act structure almost three our structure, our, yeah. our podcast yeah. trajectory. Yeah, that's right. Um, but speaking of future episodes, this is exciting. We uh, we actually are meeting with someone pretty exciting coming up. Hey, we are. Yes, it's really going to be really exciting. People, uh, listeners to the podcast will remember maybe episode two where. In Logline Cage Match, I presented In Memoriam, my uh, concept about a woman with a photographic memory who gets the nuclear codes. Uh, big tie-in, marketing tie-in with Tourism New Zealand. Con- that's the concept. Uh, I have a friend, Nathan, and I have a friend uh, who's you know really connected to the industry uh, named Agent Nick that uh, you know I've passed that screenplay along to and. Uh, you know, we're going to see what Agent Nick says. He has an uncle who's who's an agent. Um, so hopefully Nick has passed that screenplay along. And, you know, there, I have a feeling there's going to be some good news. Let's just put it that way. So stay tuned for that. And you said we could only submit one Yeah, they, you know, from what I, what I gathered from Nick is that, you know, it would be best to just do one at a time. So Nathan and I... Uh, collaboratively agreed that In Memoriam would be the best one to start with. So we'll start right. with the, mine and then see how it goes from there. So we're going to be talking to Nick next episode. And then maybe in you know, a year or two, we'll get, uh, we'll get one of Nathan's in there too. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk twists. Yeah. What is a twist, Nathan? Well, it's kind of something that happens at the end of the movie that's different than what you thought was the reality. Right. And it's kind of a little bit of like, huh, okay, I did not see that coming. Yeah. I think that's the key is not seeing it coming. Yeah. If you see a twist coming, it's... It's true. A twist, you know, is sort of like a bend in the road where you can't see what's beyond that bend at all but it might be good or it might be bad but you just don't see what's there so a twist like you said is going the movie's going in one direction and then all of a sudden something happens that completely reverses your expectations yeah and it's often not like a full switch of genre it's not like you're watching a romantic comedy and suddenly becomes a horror 
Well, that would be a fun experiment for someone to try. That actually is a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, oftentimes it's just something, something kind of small. Maybe it's a killer that was you thought was innocent, and then he's good or he's bad. Or maybe it's someone you didn't think that they were who they were. Absolutely. Uh, you know, a good example of twists is, is watching the TV show Murder, She Wrote. Because you never really expected uh, who the killer was going to be um, when you started off watching the show. It was often a twist. Nathan, have you seen that show? I haven't. I've, I haven't heard of it either. This is a, an older it's one. It's from the 80s. But uh, I, I would just watch it on reruns. It's not like I remember watching it when it was on. Right. But uh, the other twist master, I call him the twist master, is M. Night Shyamalan. Right, yeah. Um, absolute, you know, I'm a, I'm a Shyamalan-maniac, M. Night Shyamalan super fan, um, because he has mastered the twist. It's become his trademark, so much so that each movie I go to, you know, I should be expecting a twist, but the twist comes from so far out of left field I'm still surprised every time yeah. that there's even a twist. I don't know what it is, but I get into there that movie and start watching it, and I'm thinking there's not even going to be a twist in this one. And then th- it comes again. Yeah, that's how you can always tell it's one of his movies. Personally, I'm I'm not so much of a fan of his just because some of his movies are so downright weird. I'm just like, what the hell? How did he come up with this stuff? But it's still fun to watch, and the the twists are fun. I mean, that is the thing with twists. You don't want to overdo it, you know? You don't want to... You don't want to... That's true. You don't want to over-twist it. Yeah. Because if you do a double twist, then you're just back where you were. I will say, with. though, that all this talk about twists reminds me of uh, ice, ice cream. Yeah, ice donuts. cream cones. Night donuts and Twizzlers. Sugar twist donuts. Yeah. One of my favorites. Top five yeah. donut for me. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Right on. Well, let's slide over to software because this is a double episode. Yep. Why waste time? So software, what software is essential for screenplay writers? Nathan, what's your take on this? Well, I think that, you know, screenplay writing has a very particular format. And this is the sort of thing that the, that the industry, if you know this format and you can uh, reproduce it with your screenplays, People in the industry are going to take notice because it, it it is a kind of mark of like okay this person gets it. So, but and there are so- computer software programs that will do this for you. It's actually pretty easy. There's you can there's Final Draft, Celtex. These are all good programs. But personally, I say. You can just use Google Drive or Microsoft Word. Google Drive, yeah, I was just going to say. It's Microsoft very simple. Word. Yeah. Um, like you said, those other ones, Final Cut and all these guys, I've never really used them. But uh, what I find is why overcomplicate it? You know, open a new file, save it. I don't, uh, you know, too, too much um, information on some of those things. Why not just get a blank page and start typing? in beautiful Microsoft Word, the way it was meant to be done. Absolutely. That's what I saw. Hit tab a couple times, okay? 
there you're done. You don't need these fancy programs to do tab for you. Yeah, and it is one of those things where if you do need these programs, then maybe you should be focusing on your ideas more than y- you know exactly. the programs themselves. At the end of the day, yes, software is essential and you do need it, but if you don't have a good idea, ah, uh, you're out to lunch. Yeah. It really is about story. It's about story at and, the end of the and day. for me it's a lot about character because yeah. and plot. I'm a character guy. Plot yeah. Plot's okay. Yeah, plot, you sort of need it, but boy, you need character and story. Yeah. And a twist. You don't need a twist, but you could put one at the end. Twists are okay. Yeah. You don't want to see them coming, though. Absolutely. All right, I think it's time for Logline Cage Match. Today in Logline Cage Match... I am going to read my latest concept, and here it is. I'm at a hockey game, and a puck flies into the crowd, but it's the last puck they have at the arena. So the players ask me to throw it back onto the ice so they can continue the season and finish it. I throw it back so accurately that a baseball executive who's watching on TV at home sees me and calls me to try out for their baseball team despite the fact that I'm 33 years old and have a really bad attitude. I drive a motorcycle to the ball diamond every day but I make the team. It's called the puck thrower. Nathan what do you think? (laughs) Yeah it's interesting this is another one where I can see the the inspiration because you were at a hockey game and puck did go out there uh, yeah i guess that's true. also this, you when did you write this one in first way. person when yeah you put it that way first person yeah i guess with that i was just really trying to paint a picture yeah it's true it was i guess you could say inspired by me but would i actually star in the movie probably but i'd have to see what i'm up you know if i'm available yeah but i think it would be a good fit yeah well i think it's a great idea and Definitely has legs. Maybe you could put a twist in there. Also, what software could you, could you use for it? Probably. Software, I'm thinking Google Drive for yeah. sure on that one. Yeah. Because I have so many ideas already in mind that I think I could just sit down and pound that one out um, in a couple couple days. Yeah, totally. Also, the good thing with Google Drive is you can kind of share it with others with their features you know that is a great point and that's what you and i have done on several movies in the past like gym rats yeah um little miss journalist we have collaborated at the same time both of us even writing different parts of the screenplays uh and then we kind of scroll up and down and look at how much the other has done and then bam we're almost done the done the script sometimes we type over each other yeah that was kind of the one thing I didn't really like was well, you would just kind of write over what I was writing. Yeah, there were quite a few spelling mistakes I did notice, so I was mostly correcting those and then changing all the dialogue. Yeah. But other than that, it looked good. Yeah. Well, that about does it for today's episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. A huge thanks to Firehall Coffee. And sorry to hear uh, what's going on at Steam Engine Coffee. Just doesn't sound like people are having a very good time there right now with yeah. the staff morale is really low. But Firehall is fantastic. Thanks again. 
And as always, keep writing. And keep your dialogue snappy. Keep writing. Thank you.